Hey guys, welcome to episode number 18. Today, Gina and I are chatting all about work away, woofing, and helpix. So basically, working abroad to save some money and yeah, experience some new things. So stay tuned. This is an awesome episode, and I learned heaps in chatting with Gina, who's done a few of these. So enjoy. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share, and connect with fellow solo woman travelers from all over the globe. Hey guys, and welcome back. Today I have got Gina. Now this is Gina's second time on the podcast. Thank you so much, Gina, for coming back. Hey, happy to be here. (laughs) Hey ladies. Gina is from Gina Does Wanderlust and the newly launched Wanderlust Solo Woman Tours. So today we're going to talk all about work away, woofing, and I've just learned about another one called Helpix. So... This is something I'm quite keen to try when I'm traveling, and I know a lot of you out there have asked about it and also have um, have tried it in some form or another. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Tell us about some of your experiences with using those sites like Woofing Workaway, etc. Yeah, well, I first, when I went to do my, my big OE back in 2011, I... Um, sort of went on a one-way ticket, so I needed to stretch my money out as far as I could. So one thing I looked into doing is what could I do work-wise overseas while I was traveling or volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the first things I came across back then was, uh, the first one was woofing. So it's willing workers on organic farm or worldwide workers on organic farms. And that's, it's a, an, that's a mouthful. Yeah, so just call it woofing. Yeah, people, woofing is fine. People still look at you sideways when you say, I went woofing. They sort of look at you yeah, yeah. anyway. But um, the ones who know, know what you're on about. Yeah. So, yeah, just call it woofing. Um, so, woofing is an international um, organisation that operates in many countries throughout the world. Um you can go on to their website and it has a list of all the countries that they operate in. Mm-hmm. Um, so the best thing you can do is to go on there and do a little bit of research. And that's that's what I did. So my first one was to an estate in Wales um, called Pimpont. Look it up. It's stunning. It's by the Brick and Beacons. Um, where I stayed for a month and I worked in their walled garden with their lovely gardener, James. Oh, yes. He was a very lovely gardener. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and what, were you doing gardening work? Gardening. Or? So, oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. So, it was a normal work day. So, it was 8 till 5 there. Um, but in saying that, it was a pleasant working experience. Mm. And um, my accommodation was above average. Because oh, really? I was staying in a 17th century mansion. Wow. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I think I've seen look, pictures. Look it up. Pimpont Estate. Is it's, that the one with the beautiful bulldog and you were like running down the lawn? Oh, yeah. The they, they had big dogs. No, that's a different dog. Oh, okay. I, I've been with a lot of Around a lot of dogs <laughs> in my travels here. Um, Nothing to do with the actual woofing. No, no, no. But, um, and it, but what I did have to do is I had to email a whole lot of hosts before I went. Because 
two things can happen. One, you uh, that you don't get a reply, or they're fully booked up. Because um, some popular hosts, especially if it's a seasonal occupation, get really busy. Mm. So, yeah, go on and do your research and, and start, yeah, emailing and contacting some of these hosts early on. But woofing is great. So I did that in Wales and I also did it in Morocco. Oh, okay. So Morocco, um, I managed to get a flight from um, Rome. Oh, where was I? No, I was in Florence at the time and saw some stupid cheap flight by Ryanair to Marrakesh. Always wanted to go to Marrakesh, so booked it. Actually had no money to go. <laughs> so we had a bit of a panic station once I was there um, and emailed a whole lot of hosts in Morocco and luckily lovely Eunice got back to me and I went up to a place up the top, Rabat, um, Tamara, and worked on his um, orchard there. Wow. And he also, he had avocados and lemons and sheep. Yeah, that's a bit of a mixture. Yeah. <laughs> but he was also, I was quite lucky because he was ex-Ministry of Health. So oh. he actually had a very, very flash wow. house. Okay. So again, I, I, did get lucky. I got lucky there too, so... Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of hours are you expected to work? Like what were you doing for him? The the official hours is four to six hours work. Yeah. Um right. in exchange you get a roof over your head and your food. So room and board, basically. Room and board. Right. Um I think people need to realise well it's twofold. One, you do actually need to work. It's yeah. not a free ride. You don't get to stay with these people for nothing. No. It, it is an exchange. Um, but also don't let them work you into the ground. Yeah. They're not getting, you know, it's not a free slave labour trade either. So is, is that balance. Is there some kind of like a system where they like they review you and you review them? Yeah. Because how do you know yeah. you're going somewhere that's good, you know, like or Bad. people would recommend, yeah. or, you know? All, all the, um, like, Woofing, Helpex, Work Away, they all have um, reviews. So right. when you go onto any of these sites, you build your profile. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So they need to know you're going to be good for fit for them as well. Yeah. yeah. So you build your profile and then you go onto their profile and read what they require and you read the reviews. Just like anywhere, read the reviews because yeah. it does make a difference. Yeah. And ask questions. You know, yeah. that's what I said, build a rapport with the person you're staying with, email them, ask them how far away is the train station if that's what yes. you're relying on, how yes. are you going to get to a farm, how, do you get how to isolated house? is it, Yeah. Um, what are you required to do. And that's um, a good question to ask is yeah. how isolated is it because yeah. it might be a beautiful mansion but it might be in the middle of nowhere and you're not going to get to meet anyone or see anything or do anything exactly. because there's no transport yeah. nearby. So that's... Something to take yeah. into consideration. Yeah, and, and if you're slightly shy too, you don't want to put yourself in a position you feel, and I'm not saying that they're like this, but you don't want to feel um, maybe vulnerable if you're stuck yeah. out and not feeling 100% comfortable. And yeah. Because the thing is, if you if it doesn't work out, you're quite free to leave. Yeah. There's, there's no contracts, yeah. there's nothing, and it's a mutual respect between the host and, and the, the worker. And the worker yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. So what are the hosts like in general? Like, are they friendly? Like, how much interaction do you have with them? How does that work? Um, personally, mine have been amazing. Yeah. Um, I recently did 
um, work away in Italy on an estate there and my host was amazing um, and the same with my hosts in um, Wales and Morocco, they're, they're wonderful people and I've got a lot of friends that do this quite regularly and you have a smattering of not so nice hosts but very rarely because at the end of the day they're not going to get the workers come there. Yeah. So totally. Yeah, if they're not if they don't treat you well and yeah. they don't show respect then the reviews are going to be shit for them so yeah. people won't go. That makes sense. Yeah. And I guess it's twofold for you like if you don't work well and be respectful Thankful. they'll give you a exactly. terrible review. Yeah. And nobody else will want to have you come. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I'm glad to hear your experiences have all been good. And everyone I've talked to has said that, you know, 95% of the time the experiences are great. You might get the one odd person and if you don't like it, you just leave. Yeah, I mean, I've experienced so much more by doing this sort of thing. Um, Like when I was in Morocco, it was the end of Ramadan and I got to share Eid with the family and that was an amazing experience. Mm. And there's, I couldn't have paid to... Yeah. to have that experience yeah. and I got such a different view of the people and the culture wow. um and the same you know when I was in Italy my host they took us everywhere they were so gracious and I I was out in a little country village and it was wonderful just to see normal country life away from the tourist yeah stuff yeah. and I like actually actively doing something as well mm. I consider don't get me wrong, I like sitting around a pool drinking cocktails <laughs> just as much as the next girl. Yes. But I I get bored quite easily. Yeah, you so like to be active. Yeah. yeah. So doing this, it sort of gives me and I and it's nice, especially when you're traveling long term, mm. to actually stop mm. and stay in one place. Okay. Yeah. Um, because that's the other thing too. There's sometimes a minimum stay with workers. Oh, okay. Um, because yeah. Um, like one week you must stay a week yeah commit to one week yeah yeah because you got to remember these people are quite often got busy lives as well or operating a business or whatever so they're taking time out of their lives to show you what to do Mm. so if they've got to do that every single day to a new person that comes on so um and to get into a routine they don't want to show you something and then you go on the next day because it's sort of a bit redundant Mm. So, um, yeah, I'd give, you know, 10 days at, at a workaway experience, I, I wouldn't do one for less just because you need to get into that groove. Mm. Um, and you'd get days off in there? Like, yeah, would you get, like, yeah, a weekend no, off? Yeah, most of them you have a weekend yeah, off. So you'd yeah. be expected to work, like, five days yeah. or two days, four yeah. days off. And you're still getting room and board in that yeah. time, right? And yeah. I'm quite often you go on activities with the families you're staying with or, cool. or you do other other things. And there's plenty, plenty of free time, so... Yeah, I mean, um, if you're only meant to work four to six hours a day, there's quite a decent sort yeah. of, you know, it's kind of half a day working, half a day where you can go off and do something or, yeah, you know. And it really sounds to me, like from what you were just saying, that you can immerse yourself in the culture and the way way of life of these people and wherever you are. Yeah. So it's, it's so much more valuable, the experience, than, you know, just going to a city and ticking off all the tourist boxes, oh, totally you know. It's it. just... You see Different their way of life, and yeah. It, yeah, the perspective and the culture and everything. Yeah, so you got it's like so valuable. The, the woofing is definitely more, um, I suppose you could say, rural based. Oh yeah, because obviously you're doing organic-y stuff and yeah. with farms and that. But like with Halpex and Workaway, 
um, the variety of jobs is huge, like yeah. right across the board. Really? Like from yeah. hospitality to, you know, working in a brewery to nannying. So yeah. there's a lot more wow. variety. I was actually talking to Joanna a couple of episodes back and I think it was a workaway that she was doing and she'd done, so she's like a chef by trade and so she'd done cooking for a family in Italy yeah. and then like, you know, she'd done some like nannying sort of work. So it was like so interesting to hear that there is a variation. And that brings me to my next question was what type of works have you done and what type of work yeah. is expected? So with me, and this comes back to your profile, so you put, just like you're applying for a job, your skills and talents. Right. So my skills and talents are more rural, hands-on based, I suppose you could say. But if you're like uh, into web development or technical in that area, there's, especially with um, Workaway, there's places that want someone to help them with their social media stuff. Wow. Or yeah. people that want to help them in a hotel, you know, they might mm. have a little backpackers and they need someone to manage new software they're putting in. Mm. Or you, if you've got, you know, management skills, then there might be something. So it's it's right really from, everything. <laughs> you know, the ground up. So mm. if you're good with animals, there's, there's jobs with that. Or if you're into horticulture. Um, so it's quite across the board, whereas Workaway is a little bit, bit more defined it's more um your basic skills like our builders electricians um permaculture people um people who are good with animals yeah. but if you have a genuine if you not necessarily have any of those skills but you have a genuine wish and want to learn so is that with workaway or with woofing? That one's with woofing. With woofing, so, right? Yeah. Cool. But, so with woofing, it's more sort of outdoorsy. Yeah. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you're going to somewhere warm and beautiful, that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, it's similar, like, because I've done volunteering and I've done that in, in Asia, and um, that's a, another kettle of fish, but um, it's sort of, yeah, it, it's a good way to, you can pick up new skills too. So mm. you can take some and then make sure you're open-minded enough to, learn from your hosts mm. yeah I learned a lot about um, organic gardening and um, different things from the because most of mine were you know gardening based um, I learned a lot from the people that's there because cool. they are yeah. very skilled in what they do yeah 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 that's really cool because I mean not only is that skills you can bring home but also that you can use for future yeah experiences and yeah stuff. yeah oh that's really awesome all right so if someone wants to do this how do they get started? What should they do first? Go on to the website. So a couple of I can give you here are um, at workaway.info yeah. for workaway. And for the woofing, go to woofinginternational.org. Okay. And that one will then have a list of the countries that woof operate in. And each country has their own website for Right. Them. Okay, cool. Yeah. And... HelpX, I haven't got their website. I haven't actually used HelpX, though I've had friends that use it and highly recommend it as well. Cool. Go on these websites and you can just browse. Right. And, ha and have a look first and get a feel for what you can look at the hosts. Yeah. yeah. Um, see if that's sort of up your alley um, before you before you register. And you do right. have to register on these sites. Yeah. So that was another question I had. Do you, 
Do you have to pay like a joining fee or anything? Yeah. Like, how does so that work? for work away, um, there is a yearly cost, which is $34 US. And okay. for woofing, it's £20 US. Um, that's for the UK one. I'm not 100% sure because that's the one I was on. I'm not 100% sure what it will be for other countries, but it will be around that. And that's for a year's subscription. This, so it's not too much, really. I mean, Not if relative. you're going to use yeah. it a lot. And I have used yeah. them a lot. And that gives you full access to contacting the hosts, finding out about the hosts, finding out about different jobs. Mm. A lot of them, there's um, both both organisations have an online community, so you can contact with other workers. Yeah. You might be able to team up with another worker who's okay, already cool. on a job and, you know, go yeah. somewhere together. There's full blogs on there. Um, like um, Workaway has a good blog on 10 hacks to get you started with Workaway, which should be a good one yeah, to read. Yeah, great place to start. Yeah. 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 And even before you pay those joining fees, it sounds like you can access heaps of free information from their websites and you can see where you know some of these places are and what it is that you would be doing and how it works yeah so sounds like a lot of that information is available for free yeah it is easy yeah cool so any last tips or advice that you want to leave with anyone who's going to go out there and give this a go yeah there's there's a few one is um write a good profile okay treat it like a job you know you're selling yourself Yes. That you like the host I got in in Italy. He actually contacted me. Wow. So, so it's like a CV or a resume. Yeah, definitely. Like put your best work into it. Put all your it. skills in there, right. and and also be humble. You know, um, good good manners and yeah. being polite go a long way with your hosts. Yeah. Um, and you will find they will be a lot more receptive if yeah. you're. Pleasant and help out and you know, offer to do the dishes yeah. or offer to cook a meal one night. Yeah. Um, if that's not what you're already doing. Um, and another thing, ask questions. Once you start emailing your host, if you're not sure, ask. Mm-hmm. You know, ask yeah. anything you're not sure about because there's obviously going to be things you might need to take. You might need to have Ooh, work that's shoes. That's a good point. Yeah. Or you might need to take gloves mm-hmm. or. Yeah, what, you know, are those things going to be provided or do you need to yeah. take them with you for sure? Yeah, depending on what, mm. on obviously what job. And double check what is on offer as far as what you're getting back from your host. So yeah. what is included? What is your accommodation? Is it shared? Is it private? Yes. Do you have your own bathroom? Is right. Wi-Fi included? Yes, good question. Um, do you and get three meals? Yeah. yeah. Definitely what hours. I mean, yeah. there is a guideline, but ask yeah, them what, are you what do you expect. And most yeah. of the hosts do put this on their site. Okay, cool. Um, and you just said, do you get three meals? Because sometimes... Yeah, just make sure yeah. that it is three meals. And, and I guess for some people, side note, but I guess for some people it might not be normal for them to have three meals no, a day. So they fine. would be like, oh, it's only two. And yeah. you'd be like, am I going to starve? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and also, some hosts, not all, if you have dietary requirements, oh, they're okay. not a restaurant. Fair enough, yeah. So if you're gluten-free, dairy-free, anything, any, yeah. You need to let them allergies. know, but you need to be responsible for yourself. Yeah. Because I do know I have read on a couple of sites that 
obviously the the person coming to work has said, I don't eat this, I don't eat that. Well, at the end of the day, they're not a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. They will try and accommodate you, but they're not yeah. going to buy the most expensive Whatever. paleo cereal <laughs> to satisfy you, unfortunately. So be a little bit prepared. Be prepared. If there's something you need to take, take it, take it with yeah. you. Yeah. Or even just ask them, hey, look, I'm gluten-free. Is, you know, do, yeah. you, do you have anything I could eat or should I buy anything? Or exactly. is there anywhere nearby where I can buy what I need? Yeah, ask Because questions. I have to be very careful with yeah. what I eat. Blah, blah. And, and yeah. you'll find most hosts are really responsive if you're really open. Yeah, just yeah. be up front. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. And be open to new experiences. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like some of your experiences have been yeah. awesome. They've been really, awesome. really good. Like I said, that Morocco, like Morocco, they all have I've really been more than lucky with the ones <laughs> that I've stayed. The one in Wales, I ended up back at the end of my Europe trip. I again ran out of money. So I ended up going back and just, babysitting their dogs while they were away which was wow. nothing to do with actual uh woofing at that stage just as a it was as just a the friend fact, yeah, yeah but you'd kept in touch you made that contact so yeah that's awesome yeah and and on the estate I made other friends which I'm still in contact actually two of them came to New Zealand to live oh, wow. um and yeah and the same with Morocco you know having that experience of spending you know that religious time with that family. I'm yeah, never going to do that. Well, maybe I will, but um, yeah, it's it almost was a really, once really, in a lifetime. Yeah, it yeah. was really special. And yeah. um, Italy, yeah, well, that's one of my favourite countries. So spending that and like it was in Tuscany, which I love, mm. and it was just like something out of a picture book again. So oh, stop it. yeah, <laughs> just so so lucky. Yeah, and, yeah. Be open and. Yeah, you never know what experience can come your way, but yeah. it's definitely an amazing way to see a country on, you know, and you're saving money. Yeah, like, we're well, not paying so, for any. No, it didn't pay for anything. Yeah, your accommodation's taken care yeah, of, your food's food. taken care of, so all you're paying for is whatever you choose to see and do while you're Extra. there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's a very, very win-win. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Gina, for coming on. This has been super valuable. I know I've learned heaps because I had a lot of questions around this and I really want to give it a go. So, yeah, I think what you've shared has been super, super valuable. So if anyone wants to reach out to you and connect after this episode, where can they find you? Okay, they my normal yeah, social media site. So you can look me up at Gina Does Wonderlust. That's Gina, which is G-I-N-A, Does Wonderlust on Facebook and Instagram. And my new business is Wonderlust Solo Women Tours. And you can find that on Facebook. And we're launching the website hopefully next week. Woohoo! I'm yeah, excited for exciting that. Exciting um, Yeah, we've got a little collaboration. Yeah, which will be launching which is even soon. more exciting. <laughs> so that's very cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Gina. And thank you, everyone, for listening. It has been awesome. And we'll be back. Well, I will be back with you again next week. Take care. See ya. Bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.